Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live.
Savior. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome this morning. Praise and hallelujah. We're grateful again to be here this morning with a word from the Lord. Amen. We had a wonderful time on yesterday. Amen. Didn't do much celebrating, but every day is celebrated in him because he loves us and we love him. Amen. We want to go into this word this morning because we know that it will be soon time for Shama. Uh, you know, we have to really pray in these last days because uh, just like now as I begin to flip to get my last scripture, I noticed that the Internet service, It flung me off, but it's okay because, hallelujah, he make all things brand new. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before your throne of grace again this morning, seeking you for wisdom and knowledge. We ask you this morning, Father, if you would allow your spirit, Father, to illuminate this room, to overshadow us this morning, that you may use this gospel, that someone may hear, believe, and make a decision who they going to believe today. We thank you this morning for you make all things brand new. Renew our strength, our mind, this will this morning. As we repent, come before you this morning, ask you to forgive us, Father, for all the things, Lord, the anger that I had, Lord, with the brother yesterday. Lord, anything else, Lord, Lord, that is not right, I ask you this morning to forgive, to heal, deliver, and to free me that I may be free in the spirit this morning. Give you all praise, glory, and honor right now. Most high God, be live, and we give glory to Yahshua. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Yes. We're not going to flipper with this uh, internet too long this morning because we need to be able to talk to you this morning again. We talked about how the land uh, has been cursed. And we gave reference to that that's not a figure of speech. That's not me just trying to tell you something. But I took you from Genesis all the way to Revelation, and we saw how that the Father spoke concerning the beginning of man, the beginning of man and the disobedience of man and the curse upon the land. And I believe we talk from Genesis 3:17. We talk from Jeremiah 10, 23. We talk from Deuteronomy 28, 18, and other scriptures. We talk from to give you a foundation on that. We know what we're talking about because his word is true. And I'm talking about his word this morning, and I'm talking about his word yesterday and years 
message that we preach, it haven't changed. And it's not because of me. It's because of him. You know, I, I, I oftentimes I said, Lord, I said, I want to go in there this morning, and I just want to just give just a, just a nice little sermon and get on out of the way. The nice little sermon has turned into truth and was always the truth. Hallelujah. I'm looking over a verse of scripture here. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. We want to talk this morning to you a little bit. We'll be talking from the book of Matthews. We'll go to the book of First Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians two three, First Timothy four and one. And the Lord will have to give me revelation on Matthew 16, where he's giving me revelation on all of it. So we're not going to worry about it. We're just asking him to guard our steps this morning that we may bring this message, amen, to to you uh, according as the Lord meant it. i got to have an understanding of what I'm talking about. I can't be just telling you all something, and it's repercussions behind trying to preach this word, you don't know what you're talking about. So I know what I'm talking about this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Java. I'm going to put some blimps on, I guess. That's what it sounds like. Amen. Let me shut the door a little bit. That helped a little bit. Thank you, Father. Well, good morning. Good morning to each and all of God's people this morning. God bless you. We love you. So glad you took opportunity to be here this morning. Um, I want to talk to you this morning about the tribulation because of the curse. You know, we're talking about the curse that has been spoken over the land, spewed out over the land. And the consequences of the curse, amen, disobedient of mankind, amen. When you find that people don't really care for you, it's not that they don't care for you, it's that, that they don't care for who you with. For the truth will disguise, the truth will distinguish when you have a mask on. The real you, hallelujah, the truth will tell the story. Let us go to the book of Matthew. We want to start here, Matthew, and I want to show you what Yahshua was saying to the disciples in that time. 
so we can stop looking for Jesus to come back. I'm going to show you what he said, if another come in my name. You know, we taking the word of the Lord out of content. We have allowed the days of worship to be changed. This is the curse that's on the land because man wants to offset the days, the time. They want to offset the word of the Almighty God. But I want to show you this morning that some of the stuff that we do and some of the things we believe this morning, I know I'm going to make some people mad at me for what I say, but it's okay. Because, Lord, if he showed it to me, I'm going to show it to you. If you take it, well be unto thee. If you refuse it, you're going to be without knowledge. In Matthew 22:29, it says, You do error for not knowing Scripture, neither the power of God. It has nothing to do with religion, what church we go to, how long we've been there. If you don't know some scriptures today, my dear friend, my brother, my sister, you need to know a whole bunch of them. Same way you know the codes and the different things that is needed on my job. We know the tools that we need. Wouldn't you think you need to know the entirety and that that you don't know, his spirit, Hallelujah. We'll give guidance. So I want to talk to you this morning about what uh, the king said when he was talking to his disciples. First of all, I want to establish that when you heard the word of God speaking, he would always say, and he said unto the disciples. So he's speaking now in the latter part. And some scriptures, he say, in the latter days, men will become. So now he's talking to us. So I want to show you this morning that some of the things that you're being taught, you have no understanding, and maybe the preacher ain't got it neither. But he's making me to understand this morning his word. I said, Lord, I can't tell these people that we've been serving Jesus and going to church on Sunday and been doing stuff right and looking for you to come back. He said, no, you got to tell them, and you got to show them. Show them what the error had this morning. But the Bible says you do error, Matthew 22, 29, for no knowledge of the Scripture, and you don't have no power, because the devil ain't going to pay no attention to all my rushes. He don't care nothing about my speaking in tongues. You have got to tell that devil, for it is written, in Luke ten nineteen, that I'm going to put my foot on your head and nothing by any means shall hurt me. You got to know what you're talking about this morning. So I ask the Lord to give me some knowledge. Of what is he trying to tell me to tell you? And this is what he told me. He told me in Matthews 24 and 12, but you know you need to read the whole Matthews. But I'm just, I, I, I got so many scriptures that he revealed to me. So I'm just going to have to just pass them to you and then you read the rest of it. But I'm going to pass you what, what I have here. I think it was 2412. I got to get it right. 
Let me back it up to 10. And then for nation, let's go back to 6. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famine, pestilence, earthquake in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrow. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation. They will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because of lawlessness will abound. The love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations, and then the end will come. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, whosoever read it, let him understand. You got to understand this morning that in this verse of scripture, it's telling us that before all of these things happen, that there ain't gonna be nothing gonna happen on this earth. You know, his spirit is already in the earth this morning. His spirit is in the earth in you this morning. You, hallelujah, has become a living epistle of him. But you've got to have knowledge of what you're talking about, who you're talking to, who he was talking to. When the disciples asked him, when will all these things happen? That's why I say you got to back up. He was talking to the disciples, telling them that before all this happened, you know, this world will not end. But then as you read on, it says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word. Now go with me this morning over in 2 Thessalonians 2, 3. I'm reading out of um, this one coming out of the Modern Language Bible. The other one came out of uh, what that Bible went to. I think it came out of King James Matthew. So it may not uh, read like your Bible, but... I try to read out of all these Bibles, you know, but I'm going to tell you, some of these Bibles, you be careful, because uh, uh, the Zondervan Bible, it don't even have uh, 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 Mark or Matthew 11. Oh, it's got Matthew 11. But anyhow, I got, I got to recollect that scripture, mine on something else this morning. Now we beg of you, brethren, which regarding to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and our meeting together with him, not to allow your minds to be readily unsettled, uh, to disturb either by spirit or by message or by letter. Now, I want you to listen to me. By letter from us, as if the day of the Lord has arrived, let no one in any way deceive you, for the apostate is to come first, and the man of sin is to be revealed the one doomed to hell, the adversary who opposes and raises up against, rises up against every so-called God, rises up against every so-called God, and what is worshipped? So he sit himself in the temple of God with claim that he himself is God. Do not.
this lawlessness been working. The one who is impeding now will do so until he is taken out of the way. Until the Father remove our unjust regimes, he's going to be riding with you everywhere you go. But you can cast him out. That's the power he's given us over that thing. We don't have to take that dirty thing around with us, talking about what the devil is doing. That's all we testify about. The devil is busy. But that devil came one day up to the church house, and he stood there, and, and, and he told the pastor, he said, you know what? Now he told God. He said, Lord, I don't know half of these people's up in here, and they're lying on me. They're testifying on the devil. The devil can't do all these things y'all talking about he's doing. How you going to put something on, on something God created? Let that mess go, and he'll come in with his blessings. You can't have blessings and mess at the same time. I'm going to show you that this morning. You can't serve two gods. You know, the Bible says uh, uh, over in the book of uh, uh, Proverbs, yeah, it says uh, uh, over the book of Matthew, you cannot serve God in riches. You can't serve mammon. And, you know, you got to let some of that stuff go. Just cause you let me get back to the word. Then will the lawless one be revealed, whom the Lord will remove with the breath of his mouth and bring to an end by the visible manifestation of his coming. The ninth verse of the second Thessalonians two. The coming of the lawless one is according to Satan working with great power and signs and miracles and all of them false. And with law and with limitless deceit of wickedness for those who, because they did not welcome the love of truth with salvation, for their salvation. See, the love of truth for your salvation. It's the only way you're gonna get it. You know, they want to know what religion you are. I'm just want to walk in righteousness. You know, when people say, you, I said, no, nah, I just want to be right. I just want everything to be right. They call me one way. That's what everybody calls me, one way. And they ask me why they call me one way, because I want to speak righteousness and truth, and I want you to be true and righteousness to me. So it ain't but one way. I don't have a two-way affair. This is a one-way affair. I'm giving, and I'm, I'm, I'm giving and I'm receiving what I give back. If I don't give back what I receive, then I know where you stand at. Some people's not going to move because they were raised up on that street, stayed on a dead-end street for 40 years and still live on a dead-end street. On a dead-end street, it's something to be said about living on a dead-end street. Now, I'm not saying it's, it's bad, but you observe people that was raised up on the dead end. Some of them is blessed on that dead end, and some of them is cursed. Uh, I want to go on with, with, with that verse of Scripture, but I, I must move on a little bit farther down the line. That was First Timothy. First Timothy, uh, uh, what was that? First Timothy uh, 4.1. Let's go over here to Revelation. Revelation 16.14. Uh, For they are spirits of demons performing signs which go out to the king of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to battle of the great day of God Almighty. Now, the last scripture, well, I was reading out of Timothy, 
where he said the brightness of his coming will destroy them. We're talking about the battle of Armageddon. We're talking about the war, the impending war that we're coming to that's going to bring us to the end of this world. It won't be the end, but all of this stuff you see is going to be on fire. Yes, he's going to burn it all up. The war will be fought. Russia and all America and all these forces will clash together in Jerusalem and will rid Jerusalem of its inhabitants and everything that is not right. That's what the scripture says. There's more to that. There's more to that. Uh, I'm going to have to study it some more, but it's a whole lot more go along with what I'm saying this morning. I'm trying to show you the time that these words were spoken, who they were spoken to, and what was the meaning, and who should observe this. We should be at observation of this thing, that this world is turning, you know, lawlessness is great. Uh, in the streets of Chicago, the children are getting ready to go to school. Let me see, uh, six, seven. And these gangsters rule the territory. If they can't get some of them boys to sell drugs, they pick on them. They do all type of things to them. Some of them they murder. Why? And not only in Chicago, we can talk about every city. We can talk about Jersey. We can talk about Houston. Why? Because lawlessness has broken out. It has broken out. And what should we do? And how should we do it? We are going to take a second break. One little coffee break
Take something that's cursed and speak a blessing over it 
and put it in your mouth. And I'm not here preaching what you should and shouldn't eat, but as I've read the scriptures and understand, I just stopped eating it. When my mother told me, much as I love some dirty rice, when she told me what you make it out of, son, I said some gizzards and liver. She said those are the cleaning, those are the cleaning testers for the animal. That's like the bladder, the liver. That's to cleanse the animal. Everything that have life have this in them. And our kidneys and our bladders and our liver, we know how it functions. What function the same way in a chicken? I'm not here to teach you this morning what to eat, what not to eat. I'm showing you that the Lord is speaking again and telling you in the latter days that some going to be talking about a strain for me. Now, that verse of Scripture in Leviticus 18 and Genesis 126 and Genesis 3 and 17, you read it and figure it out. I done told you. So if your grandmother told you don't come home with them clothes all tore up, and you come home with them new pants tore up, you know how those boys used to do and we tear them up. And so one of our friends beat and pushed us, and we slid down on that concrete. You don't want to hear it. You just got your butt whooped. So I'm going to open the lines this morning, and I'm going to allow my listeners to bless me back. Good morning, my family and friends. How are you all? Is my phone on mute this morning? Good morning. Well, you took your phone off the mute this morning. Good morning. Well, I guess everybody must have went to sleep. You can't call in and go to sleep on the message now. If you go to sleep on the word, or if you hear, you either ain't saying nothing because you don't like what I just preached, or you either don't know what to say. And I've gotten to the point with preaching this gospel that I'm tired of sitting here holding back truth when I've read it over and over and over and I've fought with God over these things. You know, it's like he said, you cannot serve God in richness. You know, in Matthew in Matthew 6, 24, it says, no one, no one can serve two masters. Either you're going to love one and hate the other. So who are you going to serve? Are you going to serve the God of truth? Or are you going to serve the God of your flesh? And if the Bible tells you something in one verse of Scripture, and then you get on down the road at another verse of Scripture, and you see that it kind of seems like it's contradictory, then you seek him and you pray. If, if I preach something, you pray. Don't go ask another if you, wait, Go and ask another preacher. Let's, let's, let's see what another preacher say about what you heard. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's even like the Jesus that we worship. Do you know him? No. Because the Jesus that is portrayed 
and the day that is portrayed that he was born and the way that he was born, they make it fun. They're making fun. They're really, really, really clowning it, and they're lying, and they're trying to deceive us, you understand me, and sell us a lie when we know who Yahshua is. We know who he is. He was an Israelite. So how in the world, and, and, and people say, well, that's not important. You better trust and believe that I'm telling you to know the name of the Father is very important. To know Yahshua is very important. And you can't be swayed with every wind of doctrine. You have to get into this word for yourself, and you have to pray and say, Father, reveal to me, you know what, because the word is bouncing from side to side. And he will reveal. So he leads me to say what I say straight out of the word, and then he gives revelation so that you can hear the truth about whether or not you go and, and dig and search to find out whether or not, you know, Apostle Anderson know what he's talking about. That's up to you. I gave you scripture. I explained it. I took you back and showed you that Joshua was talking to the disciples. And one time, then when he got to First Timothy, he said, in the latter days, And you have to be able to have God's spirit to be able to distinguish what days in the world is he talking to. Because you got to remember, dispensation after dispensation. But this book will carry you from eternity to eternity. Because when the men, holy men of God was inspired to write the book, they wrote it accordingly as they receive knowledge and revelation from the Almighty. Same way I'm getting revelation this morning. You get revelation too, but it's just that we've been so long been taught one way until all of what we've been taught is not true today. How are you going to get Jesus and Nimrod on the same day? And then, you know, I mean, I don't even want to get into that. When the Bible then told you in Jeremiah uh Three and ten, or Jeremiah ten and three, that man goes in the woods and take an axe and cut at the tree and take it and fasten it to the floor that it cannot move and deck it with silver and gold. What does that mean? Oh yeah, but Christmas, you know, we Christmas. No, it's pagan. It's pagan, and how are you ever going to get your house clean with all this pagan and idolatry? For the knowledge you don't know. But if I go and get you get you knowledge that Nimrod was Noah's great grandson and he was born on the twenty fifth of December, and you also go and research it for yourself and see that he took the solar stick tree, which is a Christmas tree, his mother did. And I believe he was married to his mother. I mean, if I tell you what the Bible is telling you why you don't believe? We have to start believing, family and friends, and we need to search the scriptures so that we can have a life. If I said that the Lord gave us a dietary law, and I told you where to find that in the Bible, and then it tells us here in First Timothy, when people start talking about a strain from meat, that don't sound right to me. When he already told me what not to eat. You ought to see the worms that come out of people that eat pork 24-7. Uh, a pig don't have any veins. Rattlesnakes bite them. 
they just tear our land up going and coming. They just root. They just, if you do eat one, eat one out of the country. That rascal, the way he eat all that dirt and eat all them grub runs and stuff, he ought to be a good eating. I see my cousin clean one up. Boy, that meat was so pretty and red in that pee. But my Bible says, touch not, taste not. Why would he tell us taste not? No unclean. If he called it unclean in one place, it's unclean in another place. So there's nothing I can do with it. I mean, if he lay it on me and I won't do it, and I tell Shama, don't do it, then I think it'll work for anybody if they want to obey the truth. And that's all I got to say about it. So God bless you this morning. I know I got Prophetess Dixon on the line. Prophetess Dixon, she probably by now, after what I didn't preach, she probably by now saying, I'm going to just throw away my nephew. <laughs> I'm going to get rid of my nephew. That's my auntie. I give all praises to the most high for my auntie. My auntie has been a very, very powerful inspiration in me being on the battlefield for the Lord. Because every time I get off the battlefield, she texts me, she calls me, she begs me, she pleads with me. Somebody want to hear. Nobody want to hear this stuff I'm talking about. This stuff is foreign. It's out of the box. Nobody wants to be in a cage like this. You know, I am in a cage. For the Lord. And so when I bust out with anger like I did yesterday, I cursed the guy with a four letter word yesterday. I was just irritated from the day before. And the day before, another guy come and talk crazy to me. And I'm beginning to look and examine myself. Sunday Witness 13 5. Why are you angry? I'm angry because I'm tired of people's getting away. I'm tired of seeing. I'm tired of looking at my people's, how they do one another. I went last night and I talked to the drug dealer. I talked to the other four or five guys in the car, and I said, see what y'all do to one another? Look at what we do. And I told myself, you the dope pusher. You pushing dope to the friends. And all that doing we get the drugs that pump down into the neighborhood. And when they get enough of you selling the drugs, they lock you up. And then the person who's using the drugs, they lock them up. And then the state funds Davis units and Justice units these are units that I know of in Oklahoma, Davis. I used to go in there and preach. Justin units right over here, Justin 1 and Justin 2, right over here in Richmond. I know what I'm talking about. And then when our young men want to parole, they want to parole and they ship our sons and daughters way over to another state. Y'all need to listen to me. And I'm talking to you all in Chicago and any place you at. The Edomites. They get on drugs and alcohol, they rehabilitate them. We get on drugs and alcohol, they send us to the penitentiary. No, it's not fair. 
But you know what? The word says in Isaiah 14 chapter, those that is charged with doing that crime to us, he said, you are going to become the servant. That's why they cried all the time. Them people taking over. We're not taking over anything. You all have came and have taken over everything, have twisted the scripture up, have lied and deceived my people long enough, and I'm just out of the box now. I don't care about who likes me and who don't like me. I'm not here to be liked. But if I have to go to my brothers and sisters and I see them all over on drugs and stuff that you all have flushed in the neighborhood and the community, I need to stand up. Some, the Bible says in Ezekiel that if the watchman don't blow the horn, you know, I'll blow this show for and I warned them, mister. I guess I'll say the preacher is off the chain this morning. When you hang around people that sell drugs, when you see them every day, I do like, I do like Jonah. Jonah, when he set up on the hill and he watched them people because he didn't want to talk to them, Lord and told me over and over to preach to them. Put the PA system up. Well, it's been two years now. I preached to them one by one, but I won't give it to them. And, 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 and it's getting to the point now that that's what I'm aimed at. It's just put up the PA system like that's what I do and bring the scriptures to them just like I brought it to you and tell the people where the curse comes from, where it lies at, and how to overcome the curse. It's going to take faith because I'm certainly not afraid to go to Chicago. I'm, you know, I go with the utmost respect to the gang leader because that's his truth. The Bible says you got to obey the law of the land. That man, he got laws laid down. You ain't going to bust up and tell him Jesus died on the cross. He's going to say, well, you're going to die too. Same thing the guy told me at the store. I said, man, all I want is peace and love. He said, you want peace and love? I got a devil's eagle under my seat. I'll give you peace and love. He went outside. He took his gun out and waited for me to come out. I told the people in the store, now the guy, I told the people in the store, y'all let me go ahead in front of y'all so I can get on out of here. So they said, well, go ahead. Four people in the store and Shama. I said, Shama, come on. Shama come to the right side of me because Shama, she was, she was just, just, she didn't know what to do because God had threatened my life. You know, I had no fear. I had no fear. The guy said, say, man, I thought the guy had backed up and left. He backed up beside my truck and he backed out there by the gas pump. He went around, he got out the driver's side, walked to the pass side with his gun in his hand. Screaming at me when I come out. Say something. Say something. Say something. I ain't said a word. I told Shama, baby, get in the truck. Don't even work. Don't even look at him, baby. Don't even look at him. So we have got to tell the truth today. Tell it like it's written in the word. Get an understanding of what you're telling as you tell it. And ask him for revelation that you may know the truth. And the truth may set them free. Is that all right this morning, family and friends? Praise Lord. Well, God bless you this morning, mighty woman of God. How are you in your house this morning? I just thank the Lord. That's all I can do. That's all I can do because without him, 
we would be lost. He's our only hope. We can't rely on no man to save us. Martin Luther King couldn't do it. No man could save us from the impending danger and destruction that is upon this land. We have to save ourselves, Mark 10, 9, from this unguarded generation. How do we save ourselves? We save ourselves through the word. A lot of things that is said in the Bible, we skip over. But the Lord bring me to these, bring me to these hard messages. You know, I, I want to preach on you can't. I have Matthew 6. You can't serve God in riches. He said, no, you need to continue on with the curse. So I've been preaching on this curse for nearly three weeks now or longer. And it's because the land is cursed. And the peoples that are treading up on the land, they are cursing one another, killing one another, speaking evil on one another. And it must be preached. And he has laid it up on me to give it as he give it to me. And I ask you all to pray for me because when you become angry over sin, you know, it hurts you. And I'm angry over sin when I look and I see not just people in the world, but I see my own sons participating in this world. And I see old friends that I know that's 60 and 70 years old. They listen to the things I say, and they love it. They love it. They love to be around me. Some of them are evil workers that naturally work evil. And these are some of the people that the Lord has placed in my surroundings. Because you know what? He's going to use whosoever will. If you want to be used, he's going to use you. And sometimes I get angry. And I say, I'm just not going to tell it. I'm not going to say it. Because then people's not going to like what I say. He said, if you don't speak for me, you'll speak lies. So I want you all to Get into the word. My people that listen from Facebook, speaker, all over in uh, uh, the, uh, the other countries, Canada, the U.K., uh, I try to slow it down and repeat the scriptures so you all can go and seek, seek them. Ask your pastor what it meant. Ask him what the scripture meant. And then, you know, first you ask the Lord for revelation so then you'll know whether or not your pastor know because he may not know. The teacher may not know. Uh, preachers preach all over this book, and sometimes they miss the main point. I certainly hope that you all have been blessed this morning. Uh, my other caller, good morning. How are you? Good morning, other caller. We're going to put this song on, and I'm going to go see how my baby doing in there, Miss Shama. Go and check on my baby.
need to start reading the whole book so we can become wise and understand what he's saying to us so that we can get our life on track. So we can help somebody else. And it's uh, uh, it's Leviticus uh, 11 chapter, fools committed and forbidden. You know, we are a raw priesthood, a chosen generation. And there ain't nobody walking around can tell the most high peoples today who they are. The Bible did say through the Romans 28 chapter that we would lose our heritage. But he said, again, I'm still going to choose Israel, Isaiah 14. He's still going to choose you. But you're first going to have to wake up from your sleep calling yourself Gentiles when you're not Gentiles. You know, we're a nation of people that have always loved and were family-oriented, but we've been bust up. They've been trying. They've been. They've been trying, but this moral system has, from the time I've been in church, you know, they had segregation in the '60s and all that stuff. Think about what it was in the '40s. Think about what it was in the 1800s. It wasn't segregation. In 1600, it was slavery against a man's will. And the Bible knows, and the Bible talks about it. But not all during that time, you will find it in the Bible because they took it out. The book of Maccabees, you know. Uh, the gospel is not one way. I mean, the gospel is one way. It's not a double standard, but it does cut you. But if you stay within the compounds of truth, it'll heal you and you'll learn knowledge. So we over here at Fellowship of Love, amen, we want to give sound doctrine according to Scripture. I have a few minutes left, and I want to read to you foods that is permitted and forbidden. And it's also in Romans 14 and 3. We're going to go to uh, the book of Leviticus 10. And then you can find more about it in Deuteronomy 14, 321. Uh, let's see. So the Bible, you know, it's it, 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 it true. Okay. Leviticus uh, 11, chapter. Now the Almighty spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying to them, Speak to the children of Israel, <clears throat> saying, Eat all the animals which you may eat among all the animals that are in the earth. Among the animals, whatever divide the hoof, having clothes, having clothed hooves, and chewing the good that you may eat. Nevertheless, he you shall not eat among those that you could or those that have clothed, have clothed holes, the cows, because it's too good that does not have clothed holes, is unclean to you. The rock has he because it's too good and it does not have clothed holes, is unclean to you. The hair, because it's too Good and does not have clothed hooves is unclean to you. And the swine, that is, divide the hoof, has a clothed 
not chew the cud. Chew the cud is when you see like a cow, when you see uh, horses, when you see rabbits, rabbits, uh, and stuff, they just always chewing, 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 chewing. Let me get my okay, it's back on. All these are clean. The flesh shall not eat, and that part you shall not touch. They are unclean. He said, don't even touch these things. Sure they sell them. Sure you can go and kill them. These you may eat of, all that are in the water. Whatever in the water has fins and scales. If it don't have fins and scales, you're not to eat it, Israel. Well, in the river that she made. But all the seeds are in the river that do not have fins and scales. All that in the water are in the thing which is in the water. They are abomination. They shall be they shall be an abomination to you and you shall not eat their flesh, but you shall regard their carcass as an abomination. Whatever water does not have thin scales, that shall be an abomination to you. And these shall regard as an abomination among the birds. They shall be eaten, they are an abomination. They shall not eat the abomination. The eagles, the vulture, the buzzards, the kite, the bottom, this time, in the rain, time. The ox, the shorty owl, the seagull, and the hawk. This kind, the little owl, the fish owl, and the fish owl, the white owl, the jackal, I mean the jackdaw, and the prairie vulture, the stork. You know, so it goes on and on and on. And it tells you what you can eat. So why would he put these things at Leviticus? The eleventh chapter saying don't eat it. Look what it says in Deuteronomy fourteen. What I said in Deuteronomy fourteen uh, let me see. Fourteen three. Start at one. You are Children of the Lord, your God, you shall eat, shall not touch yourself, nor shake your head, head. For you are holy people to me, and the Lord has chosen you to be a people for himself, a special treasure above all the peoples who are on the face of earth. So now, he chose us to be special for eternity. And we didn't know who we are this morning. Third verse. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You shall not eat any detestable thing. These are the animals which you may eat, the ox, the sheep, the goat, the deer, Gazer, the roe deer, the wild goat, the mountain goat, 
cantaloupe and the mountain. And you may eat every animal with claw hoof, having them split into two parts. And that could among animals. Nevertheless, of those that could have claw hoof, you shall not eat such as these. You know, we already talked about the ones we shouldn't eat. So here he says that we can eat an ox, cow, if they both the same. Sheep, goats, deers. So where in there there's a swine when it talks about the water. It didn't say nothing about a catfish, a shrimp, a lot. So we are putting things in our bodies that he said we should not touch Neither taste, it is an abomination. That's a part of the curse. So you can't take something that he already spoken against. You know, the thing about it is, man changed the way it was spoken in the word, but he haven't changed this morning. He the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And his word is true this morning. Hallelujah. I'm glad about it. I'm glad for him instructing me and giving me strength and giving me the will to speak this. this these type of messages have troubled me. Now it's time to take it to the world. It's time to take it to every ear, every ear that we're here. We're going to take it out there and we're going to give it to the land that they excuse me, that they may hear and that their lives can be changed. Let's go to another song. God did all that in a matter of no time. He didn't preach this word. Wow. Look at God.
somebody that needs to testify to somebody. Next door. Tell them. I'm strong. I'm wise. I'm better. My brother. When I look back over what he brought me through, I realize I made it because I had you to hold on to. Oh, I guess I'm going to wear that. 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 Oh,
good morning, and I'm going to pray a Saturn prayer. My name is Evangelist Shama Anderson, and I would like everybody to close their eyes and bow their heads. Lord, I thank you for another day that you have given us, and I thank you for all the wonderful blessings that you have blessed upon us. Lord, thank you for all the wonderful things you have put in our lives, Lord. Lord, I thank you for letting us be able to overcome obstacles, Lord. Lord, thank you for bringing us out of any problems or any troubles that we have. Lord, I thank you that you're the Almighty Father. Lord, I thank you for always being there, Lord. I thank you for letting us be able to come to you when we need you. Lord, I thank you that you're the most wonderful and powerful God. Lord, there's no other God like you. Lord, let us and give us traveling grace and mercy as we go to our destinations this morning, whether it's jobs or schools or anything, Lord. Give us traveling grace and mercy that nothing will fail us. Lord, let us be able to arrive safely, Lord. Lord, that your hand is watching over everybody and everything. Lord, I thank you that you're an amazing and awesome God that you're able to do everything and anything, Lord. Lord, help us to understand that if we come and draw closer to you, our problems won't be as, we won't see them as problems anymore, Lord. That we'll just see them as obstacles that we've overcame. Lord, help us to be able to just see you, Lord. Lord, help us to be able to see things how you see things, Lord. That you're amazing and you're all-powerful. Lord, help us to be able to draw to you. Lord, let us be able to abide by your word. Lord, that you could do anything and everything. Lord, help us to be able to just always to see others as you see them. Lord, that anything that they may do, Lord, let us be able to forgive them. Lord, as we close out this morning, let them be blessed, Lord. Lord, that what we preach today, let them get a good blessing out of it. In my name, Yeshua HaMashiach, I pray in all God's children's say, Sila. Amen. Amen. my shalom. Love you. Amen. 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 Yes, Lord. I'm trying. I'm trying to. All I can do is
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 